All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible, Book by Book. I am Pastor Luke, and this is the book of Proverbs. Um, as we begin to look at Proverbs, a couple of things we need to understand is uh, that Proverbs was uh, primarily written by, collected by, the King Solomon. Um, we see that throughout the book of Proverbs, that uh, his name is attributed to many of, of the Proverbs uh, in the book. And then uh, in chapter uh, 25, verse 1, uh, we see that uh, in the time of Hezekiah, they were still collecting and copying uh, the Proverbs of Solomon. Um, and he's not the only author of the book. There are a couple others that uh, contribute to small portions, but he's the main contributor. And so Hezekiah uh, was a king in Israel about 300 years after the time of Solomon. So uh, the, the Proverbs uh, are collected over the period of uh, at least that long, so or somewhere around 300 years um, is what it took to uh, write and collect and compile uh, all the Proverbs. And so the book of Proverbs, um, one of the things that you have to understand as you dive into it is that um, it is meant to be um, intensely practical. Um, it, it deals with day-to-day -day, uh, behavior and uh, personal character, how to have a relationship with God and how that relationship with God affects us, um, and so it, it uh, really deals with um, God's will. And so five things to understand about that is that uh, God's will is practical. It applies to every aspect of our lives, um, that a life lived by God's will is happy, a life lived by God's will is useful, uh, a life lived by God's will um, is not accidental, um, it is intentional. And um, such a life is attainable, that uh, the, the grasp of wisdom um, is available to anyone. In fact, uh, the, um, the main theme or one of the themes of Proverbs is that wisdom is personified and uh, is calling out to anyone who would listen, that uh, there's an invitation to the wise or the simple um, to come and learn and apply the wisdom um, of the book. And, and really, uh, the main point of the book is uh, to know God and to understand His ways and His will. Um, but everybody is, is uh, invited into that kind of a life. And so there's a distinction made between the wise and the fool. Um, and so what you see in the book of Proverbs, after you get past about the first um, nine chapters— first nine chapters is kind of a, a rolling uh, poem, um, but uh, once you get past uh, chapter nine and into chapter ten, you start with the uh, short statements uh, of wisdom. And so those are um, oftentimes comparisons between the wise and the fool. You know, wise man does this, but a fool does that. Um, and so that distinction is uh, prevalent throughout the, the book of Proverbs, that um, there's a difference between the wise and the fool. Now, the big difference is that a wise person is teachable, um, and a fool is somebody who is basically wise in their own eyes. They, they refuse to listen, and they refuse to uh, obey, and they refuse to understand um, the, the need to... Um, apply themselves to some other way of thinking, that their way of thinking is all that they know and all that they care to know, and they're going to do things their own way. 
Um, and then there's a, a further distinction with the simple. The simple are not necessarily uh, foolish. Uh, they're simply uh, people who uh, don't have um, the depth of knowledge or experience yet, um, but they're, they're kind of at a crossroads. So um, there's no um, shame necessarily in being simple. It's simply the matter of a need to apply yourself to wisdom so that you can uh, go down the path of wisdom rather than going down the path of the foolish. Um, and so that distinction is um, clearly made, that there's a, the wise person, the fool, and then the simple, and then um, the, the worst possible uh, outcome for anyone is to be a scoffer. Um, that uh, the, the scoffer is actually said to be worse than the fool, um, that not only uh, will they refuse to listen to wisdom or learn from it, um, but they actually are mocking and scoffing uh, those who uh, seek to gain wisdom. Um, and so that, that tends to be uh, the, the, the far, um, in a way, worst possible outcome for anyone is to become a scoffer or a mocker. Um, and so the ways that we uh, understand um, Proverbs is a little bit different than the way we might understand a lot of other scripture, uh, because Proverbs is unique in, in the way that it is written. Um, you'll actually see in Proverbs um, a seeming contradiction. Um, and so the point is that you don't interpret Proverbs like a law or like um, an absolute truth that you can apply across the board. It, it takes discernment that you have to um, you have to judge a situation and and determine whether or not um, the this proverb applies to the situation or to a different situation. Let me give you an example um, in Proverbs twenty six. Um, verses 4 and 5, okay? So these two Proverbs are, are um, held together, okay? But they, are, they are, would seem to be contradictory to each other. It says this, Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will be like him yourself. Okay, that's verse 4. And then in verse 5 it says, Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. And so in one uh, proverb it says, Don't answer a fool in their folly. And then the very next proverb it says, do answer a fool in their folly. Um, and the point here is uh, not that those are contradictory statements necessarily, but that they are um, different kinds of advice depending on the, the circumstances that you're in. Um, in some cases, uh, you, you will do yourself no good by answering a fool uh, in their folly. And you need to understand um, if you're in that kind of a situation, if you simply begin arguing with this, this type of person, um, then they will simply um, become wise in their own eyes and it'll just do you no good. Um, and then you will be like that person yourself. You will become foolish by continuing to, to argue with somebody who won't listen. In another case, um, you need to answer a fool in, in their folly or else they're going to continue to think that they're correct um, and uh, they need somebody to push back on on their false uh, understanding or assumptions. So um, it just depends on the situation, whether or not you answer that person or you don't answer that person. Um, and Proverbs just helps give a little bit of wisdom and insight into um, the particulars of, of the, all the things that we go through in life. And so 
that's why we say it is intensely practical because it uh, really has to do with really all aspects of life and um, how we we deal with particular situations. No matter what those situations are, there's some aspect of wisdom that will help you find the truth or an understanding that you need. So um, the the primary issue of Proverbs is that uh, we need to be teachable. Um, that is the highest virtue that Proverbs presents, that if you are teachable, uh, then, then you are on the path to wisdom. Um, and the main issue of being teachable is the fear of the Lord. It's the core maxim. It's the core truth of Proverbs, that uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And uh, all of our moral life really begins with this kind of reverence to God, that if you have that, um, then, then you have the potential um, to be wise and to succeed in, in every aspect, every area uh, of life. Um, and so the fear of the Lord appears um, 18 different times in Proverbs um, and in, in many different ways. It, it's talked about um, in various different capacities. And so um, the fear of the Lord is um, said to be a choice that you choose to uh, have a fear of the Lord. Um, that the fear of the Lord um, will bring insight or understanding. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil or to shun evil, uh, to be humble. It is um, uh, the fear of the Lord is understanding. The fear of the Lord lengthens life. The fear of the Lord is a fortress. Um, it, uh, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. The fear of the Lord avoids evil. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Uh, the fear of the Lord brings wisdom or wealth, uh, honor, um, and life. The fear of the Lord uh, is something that we need to be zealous for. Um, and so that is the issue fundamentally uh, of Proverbs, that, that if you will um, choose to have a fear of the Lord in your life and, and you will understand its, uh, its intense value, um, then, then you begin to be on a path um, that God will bless, that God will uh, bring a, uh, his strength alongside of and support. Um, and so Proverbs um, brings a lot of different practical uh, pieces of wisdom into a person's life. Uh, but like I said, it, it's not um, necessarily that easy uh, to apply. Uh, you read Proverbs and you begin to understand um, that uh, it is giving you a guide um, to how to think about situations, but it ne doesn't necessarily give you the, the fundamental answer to the question. It, it just gives you um, a, a, a direction so that you can think through and understand how you might need to apply that wisdom to your own life. Uh, and so Proverbs is a, a wonderful book. It, it's a very practical book. Um, and a very enjoyable book to read. Um, but I find, um, as I'm reading it, that uh, I have, uh, it's so overwhelming. There's so much content um, from chapter to chapter that I, I tend to not read it in large portions, but it, just take it in smaller portions uh, so I can think through exactly what it is that it's teaching. Um, so that is the book of Proverbs, and uh, this is your Bible, book by book.